What's up, you tubanites? Welcome to Lords of the Lombox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week for July 14th, I do believe. Um, so, uh, we're yeah. already halfway through July. What the hell happened? Jesus, it's crazy, son. It is crazy. Uh, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, as usual, uh, it's Thursday, so that means tomorrow's Friday. So, uh, that means it's Freestyle Friday. Let's hear from my man, DJ Too Fresh. is here when i rock a rhyme often eyes are dropping a tear it's so beautiful it's america's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes my mandate is to grip minds like a handshake spit orlando lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base over any damn breakbeat i hastily make pastries tastier than anything that wolfgang makes so take notes out of suckers i make coats lump of some like bubba gump fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. 
You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Bars. That guy's amazing, dude. Amazing. Yeah, I'm telling you, check out his check out his rap group uh, on YouTube. He uh, they were pretty fun, man. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Gabe, say what's good to the people. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome in. Hope everybody has a fun time tonight on the uh, Shakers list, aka uh, Ofer's list. Some good stuff on here. Keep an eye on those books that you guys got. Yeah, JB, say what's good. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic list. Shout out to the writers tonight, man. The information we're about to drop on you in the next half hour. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. I don't think this is really an offer list. Maybe uh, two for ten. I think I can see that. Realist. I can see yeah, that. I, I can see two for ten. See definitely. Couple. Yeah. Definitely. definitely two maybe three. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> maybe three. <laughs> uh, once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. You could sign up for a two-week free trial or six ninety-nine a month. And you can get this here: uh, the daily shakers list, the movers, and the weekly top ten that we drop. Every Tuesday at 6 p.m. If you watch on the Rewind, the Shaker Show is at Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. Also, our friends at Key Collectibles for all your face uh, CGC facilitating needs. Uh, they press, they clean, they do everything. So hit them up. Uh, also, our friends over at My Slabs. Uh, if you're selling books over $60,000, guess what? 0% seller fees for over $60,000. So uh, there's that. Uh, so, you know, Gabe, I know you got that $60,000 book you're ready to sell. So, you know, <laughs> got a couple you, of them hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got a few. So. I only buy $60,000 books. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just stowaway money. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> shit, let me just sell a couple of these, bear. buy a car, boom. All right. Uh, once again, this is the uh, weekly shakers list. Uh, brought to you by our friends over at Cover Price, uh, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. The list changes several times every day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books. And if you hear me have a lisp, that is because I had a tooth extracted. Um, <laughs> so, well, actually, my implant came out so i need to replace my implant so it's it's, it's suffering succotash time so uh yeah it's it's uh, not a good look um uh, so um yeah dental work if anybody uh wants to you know donate money for my uh dentistry no i'm just kidding uh, all right all right let's get right to it boys and girls this isn't any um this isn't any um kind of order it's alphabetical so uh take that for what it is what do we got for the first one gabe all right, first one. I think guys should have this on your list. We're oh, talking yeah. about the boys, number one, uh, back from uh, Wildstorm. I mean, it was part of DC. Uh, 2006, the first issue and first appearance of the boys sold this week for a huge all-time high of $700 in a CGC 9.8. That's impressive. Uh, brought to life via Sony Television on Amazon's Amazon Prime's live-action adaptation, The Boys just ended its second season? That was its third season. It's very rare for a, uh, a source book to increase in value at the end of a comic-adapted show season. Still, The Boys uh, erupted all over entertainment and social media with the notorious Herogasm episode, itself also adapted from the comic book series. Herogasm is an annual event in The Boys' world, where costumed heroes gather to relieve stress uh, hidden instantly. Uh, they do a lot of sex. Uh, it's, an well, Amazon, it's an orgy, just say well, it. It's an orgy, yeah. Yeah, we, we all saw uh, Thor and Love and Thunder. They said orgy like 30 times. 
Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, while Amazon Prime's redemption, uh, redemption may have sanitized a few aspects of the source material, Homelander and Soldier Boy really bond in the comics. This episode jump-started aftermark prices for the series' first issue. The sheer audacity of, of adapting a comic this shocking and hilarious has dominated headlines across entertainment journalism, bringing renewed end-of-season attention to the series and its source material, which enjoyed the satisfaction of a new high sell this week. It's worth noting that this is the only independent comic series other than The Walking Dead to have increased in value by the end of the second series. The Walking Dead didn't become a uh, 1,009.8 until its second season ended, which then skyrocketed in value with season three. So yeah, this is a fascinating trend. It almost answers the favorite comic book question, what's the next Walking Dead? Turns out it's the boys. Uh, to commit fully to that answer, we must wait and see if prices hold during and after the third season. And if that guy, if Huey on the cover looks familiar, that's because the uh, Ennis uh, modeled it after Simon Pegg, who is a huge comic book fan and, and buddy of him. So you know, in the com in the in the show, it looks nothing like him, but in, in the show, that's Simon Pegg right there on the cover. Uh, Simon Pegg plays Huey's dad in the show. That's yeah, right. exactly. Which yeah. Is great. Um, yeah. Um, but yo, the yeah, I've seen, I've read Hero Gasm, and it is the show is PG thirteen compared to what's in the comics. Oh, <laughs> it's, just the, it the book was on my pull list from from start because uh, Derek Robertson, the artist, is the artist of uh, Trans Metropolitan. You guys know I love Trans Metropolitan. Yeah. Do so I followed him to this. No, he's still around. He, no, he goes to all the, the, the filmings. Like he's, his Twitter is always blowing up with pictures of him hanging out with the boys, which is cool. Yeah. I got a, a signed book, uh, The Boys, that I bought. And um, mm-hmm. it wasn't, I, you know, it was already signed. And it was yeah. like Ennis and Derek. And it was like to somebody named John. I was yeah. like, God damn. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, My copy like, hey. yeah. but this is before CGC was doing signature series. Yeah, um, but uh, it's hard to get a nine point eight as well. I'm, I, you know what? Yeah. Me, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that it's only nine point. It's only seven hundred dollars. Um, yeah, because you know uh, the the. This is a book nobody done. ordered at the time because of the adult content. Yeah, was this just to come out on DC? There can't be that many nine point eights on the census. Yeah. Was this before or after Preacher? I'm trying to think. Uh, this is a uh, after Preacher. So it, okay, so you got yeah. Garth Ennis coming off of Preacher and Derek Robertson coming off of uh, Trans Metropolitan. Yeah, Preacher is also a great show. I, I, it came out just at the wrong time. Uh, if it would have came out now, the Preacher books would have been just absolutely insane. You know, um, I, I thought they did a great job, and they put it on FX, so they got away with a lot of stuff on uh, that. But uh, yeah, Garth Ennis is known to be uh, edgy, to say the least. All right, the, the Boys, number one from two thousand six, a graded nine point eight for seven hundred dollars. I still think that's undervalued, man. I think there's multiple seasons to come still, man, because uh, the, the you know there's some, some great. Just, just great wait to stuff. see uh, second season of Invincible, and we're going to see that both bump up. I think it's going to be just like this in Walking Dead, where it's going to be yeah. successful after the series. I need something because I finished the Boys. I finished. Every, I finished Stranger Things. I finished uh, Ms. Marvel. I finished... I need something coming uh, well, soon. What about, what about Old Man or uh, Redemption List? Or, or Severance. Yeah, Severance. You know what else is good? Or Terminal List. Uh, that's what it was. The Offer. 
uh, based on the the real life story of the making of the Godfather. Go peep out Ooh. the offer; it is really good. But it's not comic book related. But it, I digress. But anyway, all right, we go from the the boys to quite possibly an offer, unless you're a really big fan of this property. Yeah, I don't know, man. Next up, we've got Gem and the Holograms, issue number one, the Art Germ Comics and Ponies variant, originally published in 2015 from IDW. Now, Gem and the Holograms was everything in the 80s, and Pink was literally the signature of the character and the title of the cartoon show. This cover, done by the amazing artist Art Germ, featured both a color, primarily pink, and a black and white exclusive from the retailer Comics and Ponies, for $24.99 per cover. Now, most copies were sold directly at 2015's WonderCon in Anaheim, and both versions rarely show up on eBay. The most recent color copy sold for $81 at an auction. Now, the last time the sketch copy sold was way back in January for $100. These are both highly desired variants for die-hard art germ collectors, and the rising prices are only making these harder to obtain. What can I say? It's a true gem. Wasn't there a gem in the holograms live action movie that just totally detanked at the box office or was it a show? I'm trying to remember. No, it was a terrible movie. That was nothing like the series, the the cartoon or the comic. Yeah. I'm here I arguing mean, about Jim and the holograms. I feel ridiculous, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, you know, you you know, you had that something for the girls too, you know. Yeah, so I had a, I had a sister, so yeah, I was all into Jim and She-Ra and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ah, Gabe's telling us a little something oh. about himself. Are you cosplaying as She-Ra pretty soon? Cosplay, I wear that on a regular basis. Oh, oh that's nice. <laughs> that to do? All right, so Jim and the Holograms, number one, the art germ comics and ponies variant from IDW. From 2015, uh, $81 for a raw dog. Wow. Uh, here's a really crazy comic. <laughs> this is great. I'm, I'm happy to see this show up on here. Uh, so this is the pro number one from Image Comics in 2002. This prestige format one-shot comic uh, is written by Garth Ennis with pencils and lettering by Amanda Connor and inks by Jimmy pa- uh, Palmiotti. The two are married and they share a website. Essentially, the pro is a rip on mainstream comic book superheroes, specifically DC's Justice League. Uh, we find the pro, a unnamed prostitute with superpowers, joining the League of Honor, a humorous parody of the Justice League and the superheroes that comprise it. She teams up with the Saint, who is Superman, the Knight and the Squire, Batman and Robin, the Lady Wonder Woman, the Lime, um, which is for the Green Lantern, and the Flash version is called Speedo. Overly violent and filmed with coarse language and sexual acts, this R-rated comic book uh, has quite the following. Initially published in 2002, subsequent uh, printings have emerged over the years, including a a hardcover version from 2004, a fourth print from 2007, a fifth print in 2010, and the last... Uh, sixth printing was in 2012. This past week, we saw a 9.8 first print copy sell for just under $300. Last month, the same grade would have been purchased for about half of that. High grade raw copy sales average about $50. The second print raw averages for $30 with no graded sales at the time. In a fun twist, CGC is offering a custom the Pro Signature label for an in-house 
private signing event with uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. The custom label features our heroine uh, making a suggestive remark about the grade of the book with the rest of the League of Honor members looking shocked and unimpressed. Uh, books must be received at CGC by September 16th for uh, anybody interested in getting that graded. That sounds awesome. That's exactly why that book is going up, I guess. If you have it, sell it. If you don't want it, sell it. After that signing, nobody's going to care anymore. That's cool. Now I want it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Garth Ennis has quite a few things that are developed, being developed. You know, I mean, you know, I, you know, didn't he? Uh, his, didn't, he had a Punisher run too. That was uh, the one of the. Yes, the, the essential, the essential Punisher run. It's that Garth Ennis run, uh, yeah. Punisher Max. Uh, he's also did a book. Uh, I suggest nobody uh, look up this book unless you really like crazy torture comic books uh, from <laughs> Avatar. Garth Ennis did this book, and I love it. It's called uh, The Crossed, and it's basically what if uh, the the humanity part in our brains get turned off? So they all turn into like these like bloodthirsty zombies. Yeah. The cross plus 100. Yeah. Yeah. I thought thought Alan Moore did that. No, he he did the plus 100, but uh, uh, Garth Ennis created the original concept of the cross in a book called the cross. So he created that, that universe and it is, it is filthy and disgusting. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 That thing is great. Everybody check that one out. That's the only uh, that's the only nine point nine I have in my collection is uh, Alan Moore um, is Alan Moore Yellow Label for uh, the Cross Plus One Hundred. Um, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because Alan Moore does not like CGC uh, to say the <laughs> least. He doesn't like a lot of things, but he did a uh, a private signing in. Um, I want to say it was a, a shop in the UK and he, you know, they worked it out with CGC. So that, you know, that they, they had these books that were selling there. So, you know, um, you know, Alan Moore is very, very, um, let's just say he's ornery. Uh, okay. So the pro issue number one from July, 2020, $300 and a 9.8. Hmm. Is, is, is something coming? I, I can see this coming on to Amazon prime after I mean, shit after the boys. Why not make this right? Shoot. Uh, there we go. So uh, we've seen this book on this list before, but not this version of it. And this, and if you know, a lot of people, I think would just, if you didn't know what it was, you would just walk right by it. Oh, Absolutely. Plus, I mean, how do you get a high grade in this thing? All right. Next up, we've got Sailor Moon issue number 11, the silver foil variant originally published in 1999 from Tokyo pop. Now we've covered Sailor Moon number one the san diego comic-con pink variant multiple times over the past several years you know it sells for over 400 raw and over a grand for a 9.8 now this variant was offered in a very similar way to the pink variant these were only available at san diego comic-con in 1998 for the pink and 1999 for the silver only to club tokyo pop members it's not widely known how many copies there are but not many get listed there are only seven copies on the cgc census versus 41 of the pink variant with the highest being one lone 9.6 now this week there were two raw sales an 8.5 raw at 400 and a 9.0 raw at 500 don't expect this one to drop in price anytime soon. So um, 
we have bronies, right, that are uh, My Little Pony f- fans. Uh, are there Sailor Mooners that are uh, out there? I mean, uh, I, you know, whenever I go to a con, Sailor Moon is probably one of the top five cosplays. You know what I mean? Because it's easy, right, to do a Sailor Moon cosplay. But um, it has a huge following. I know, I mean, worldwide. I mean, you know, from anime fans here, uh, manga, whatever, in Japan to, to, to the U.S. So... Um, you know, especially this, I mean, even the picture is, it, this isn't even a 9.8. There's a ding on this one. I mean, you know, <laughs> to, to find, you know, when you find it, this is one of those books, it's either 9.8 or it's not. It's, you know what I'm saying? Once, cause it's uh, those four variants, you can't press out most of the defects on it. So, um, let's see, that's, uh, one, two, three, four. Let's go to number five. Sailor Moon, number one, silver, fo- silver foil variant for Tokyo Pop, 1999 for $500 for a raw dog. Damn. All right, let's get uh, let's get a little modern, shall we? All right, we got another uh, hot Mark Djurgovic variant here. It's uh, Secret Wars number one, the Mark Djurgovic uh, variant cover. In 2010, Marvel commissioned, I gotta say his name again, uh, <laughs> Marco Djurgovic to create a series of Marvel murals. These murals were widely circulated and were even used to decorate the wall, the wall space at the Marvel comic book offices. These mirrors, murals were also released in a set of connecting variant covers. Part of the connecting Spider-Man set, uh, these were famous, were made famous from the massive heat and attention that Fallout uh, Number Four, the Djurgovic One in Twenty Five created. That Easy heat, for you to say, <laughs> yeah, uh, that heat is now spreading to the multiple set uh, that the Djurgovic created. This particular cover was part of the Avengers' new status quo mural, heralding in the new heroic age of Marvel Comics, as the Marvel Universe had just finished the Dark Reign era. To complete the full uh, panoramic set, you need to collect Avengers number one, Avengers Academy number one, Avengers Prime number one, Hawkeye and Mockingbird number one, New Avengers number one, and Secret Avengers number one. A 9.8 copy of the Djurgovic Secret Avengers variant recently sold for $575. This was a 1 in 25 ratio variant, and this recent sale is the highest known sale for a 9.8. Currently, a raw copy of this comic goes for about $18.32, which makes this an excellent book to grab. And you know the thing about Marco Djurgovic? Um, that's how I'm gonna pronounce oh, it. Um, he doesn't do a ton of variants. He doesn't saturate the market, you know, like you know, Pichamoko or Archerm or whatever. So I think his variants, you know, especially that uh, what is that? Uh, he was the guy back then, though. He was a, yeah. like an art germ when this when this stuff was coming out. He his books were everywhere. Yeah. His covers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is that, Marco? The Edge of Spider. Which one is a mile, first Miles Morales? Uh, which um, one is that? Ultimate Fallout. 4. Ultimate Fallout Four. Yeah, that variant. That Good is night, the, Irene. That is the hot one to get. Right, you know what I'm saying? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, yep, you know what? We're at the halfway break. Let's hear from our sponsor, My Slabs. And uh, I got to go downstairs real quick and refresh my drink. So uh, Ooh, if I'm not back time. by the time it comes back, you guys just go ahead and uh, shout out the live chat. So yeah, uh, here we go. You tired of paying 10, 15%? Join the 1% revolution. 
The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlab.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace. Buy collectors for collectors. Well, there you have it. There's our bed break. And you know what? This is the perfect opportunity to go over to that chat and say thank you very much, everyone who's hanging out with us. If you have not done so already and you are enjoying the show, take a moment. Hit the thumbs up. All right. TiVo is back. Are we ready for our next one? Yes, we are. Perfect timing. Perfect All right. Timing. So we go from Secret Avengers number one to, you know, we haven't had a we haven't had a Golden Age book yet, have we? Ooh. Not today. Not in a while. Rich is rare for a, sh a shaker show, so let's shake it up. Oh, this is a great one. You guys ready? Next up, we've got the Spirit issue number 22, originally published in 1950 from Quality Comics. Now, the Spirit 22 from 1950 sold this week for $4,080 in a CGC 5.5. This is a new high sale on that grade. Selling for a price that the CGC 6.0s were at just earlier this year. Now, the relevance of Will Eisner's The Spirit simply cannot be overstated. It is considered one of the most important works in the comic book medium. Created by Eisner in 1940, this book came under scrutiny by the New York Joint Legislative Committee in 1951 due to scenes of brutality and violence, illustrations of bodily harm, and images interpreted by pearl-clutching conservatives as sexually suggestive. Now, in actuality, The Spirit was an exceptionally well-executed crime noir comic starring a masked adventurer. This issue features an iconic cover exhibiting femme fatale skinny bones, inspired by none other than Lauren Bacall, the gravel-voiced real-life queen of film noir. Now, the scintillating cover image was later turned into a signed limited art print. Indeed, a pioneering work of sequential storytelling, the spirit remains an archetype of comics done right. So impactful was his work and career that the annual industry-wide Eisner Awards bestowed upon the best of the best in the comic book's creatives were named in Will Eisner's honor. Now, the last issue is one of the most recognizable and scarcest of the Spirit's run. It, high, it rightly experienced a new high sale, perfect for such a pivotal work. For you young kids out there who don't know who Lauren Bacall is, she is the ex-wife of one Humphrey Bogart. Uh, so, you know, she was definitely a femme fatale back in like uh, the 40s and 50s, you know. Is this the same spirit that was redone by Frank Miller, that movie? Yeah, same spirit. That, that awful, awful movie. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when a comic book writer thinks he can direct and and write a movie. It is triv it's trash. Uh, you know, 
you know, all like Frank Miller's stuff, like he did for like 300 and stuff. He didn't write it. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? He had like screenwriters. So that's why I'm a bit hesitant when I, when I hear Todd McFarlane wants to write and direct a Spawn mm. movie. You know, hey, let the professionals do their thing. And, you know, you just give them, uh, you know, just give them the plots. And, you know, but uh, watch that movie, The Spirit. It is truly, truly awful. Um, uh, and, you know, because rather than Frank Miller was a big name because, you know, the popularity 300, right? Um, Sin City. And, he directed Sin, Sin City. Sin City, right? So he thought, hey, let me do The Spirit, you know, da-da-da. And, you know, uh, in hindsight, they probably should have got a different writer and director. And if it came out now, it would blow up. I think, um, but either way, Spirit number twenty-two from Quality Comics from nineteen fifty-four, grand for a five point five. Way to go! I'm really happy to see this book on the list. By the way, this is a beautiful book. I'm gonna see proof of life of this just to see this all over Instagram. Uh, this is Starfire number three, uh, the the late great Darwin Cook one in twenty-five variant DC Comics two thousand fifteen. Fan favorite artist Darwin Cook was in the has n- numerous variants that command high dollar aftermarket prices. His growing fan base has far more demand than supply for some of his harder to find covers. This variant for Starfire number three is one of those, and it is thoughtfully suspect. It, and it is truly an uncommon book to find, especially for a modern cover. This week marks a new high raw sale of $200 creeping up to the all-time high sell of $365 for a CGC 9.8. His highly recognizable covers are quickly drying up in the collections. This may have been one of the last ones he did, or because uh, Darwin Cook passed away in 2016. Um, so, um, you know, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times when people pass away, people start buying up stuff. But, you know, Darwin Cook... Darwin Cook had a illustrious career, to, to say the least. Uh, been around a long time. Uh, speaking about being in a long time, let's talk about this one. Wow, this one's a good story. You guys ready for this? Next up, we've got Strange Tales, issue number 84, originally published in 1961 from Atlas, then Marvel. You guys know how it goes. Now, this comic's primary attribute is that it contains the prototype of the X-Men's Magneto. All right, ready for it? The basic storyline for the book is that a massive man with a meager mind who is maltreated by most, he gets selected to be the first man to go into outer space. Well, his rocket ship is, of course, you know, hit by that cosmic mist of radioactive antimatter, which gives him magnetic powers. He uses his newfound ability to gain that revenge on those that scorned him. <laughs> now, before being tricked with mercy to get on another spaceship destined for other Earth-like planets, similar to, you know, like that Planet Hulk storyline. Now, this comic has an amazingly mind-bending cover by Jack Kirby, who also penciled the Magneto story. There are two additional stories in the book, one of which is by another legendary artist, Steve Ditko. Adding to the book's appeal. Now, last week, you ready for this one? A CGC 9.4. 
sold for an all-time high of $4,560. Now, the 9.4 is clearly the highest grade on the census for this book, with it being published in 1961 by Atlas Comics, the predecessor to Marvel Comics. It's quite rare, especially at such a high grade, with only two at this grade on the census. Now, separating this book even further is the fact that it came from the White Mountain Pedigree Collection, adding to its prestige. Now, pedigree books are often sought after due to their distinct lineage, high grades, and better page quality, according to Daniel Smith, an expert on the subject matter. What do you think of that one, Tivo? I think it's dope. I mean, this it's is... Dope. This is pre-superheroes when Strange Tales was basically kind of sci-fi, horror, monster books, things of that nature. And, you know, before, I think, uh, still Atlas Comics from Marvel bought them. Um, so, um, you know, it was funny how Marvel and DC kind of gobbled up all these little... Because last week on a Shaker show, we, we you know, we talked about all these, like you know, publishers we never even heard of. But in the 50s, they seem to be everywhere. Like, kind of like nowadays, you know, there's everybody's publishing a book, uh, it seems like. But uh, Strange Sales number 84, 1961, the prototype for Magneto, maybe? Hmm, we shall see. So let's jump from the past into the relative future. And uh, dare I say, we have Rob Liefeld on our list. So it's nice to see Rob Liefeld show up. Everybody... Bring us your no feet jokes. All right. So this is Uncanny X-Force number one from Marvel Comics 2010, uh, the Rob Liefeld variant. What's the cost of symphonic violence? Well, that cost is $575. If it features Marvel's deadliest mutants with a 1 in 50 variant cover drawn by Rob Liefeld in a CGC graded 9.8. In 2010, Marvel relaunched Rob Liefeld Baby Nisi's original X Force title, uh, paramilitary mutant uh, soldiers led by Cable, uh, who was a former member of New Mutants and turned them into X Force. The 2010 version, this time titled Candy X Force, was a black ops team put together by Cyclops to proactively and aggressively neutralize threats to mutant con. This book had capital X in the title for extra violence. Uh, with team members often being mangled and often as the bad guys are being eviscerated. All in good comic book fun, right? Rob Liefeld, a co-founder of Image and father of the Image era of artistic, of artistic extremity, was invited back to illustrate this variant cover. Due to its scarcity and Liefeld's 90s nostalgia, this iteration is seeing a nice increase in value. Written by Rick Remender, it lasted 35 issues until another relaunch. 90s X-Men nostalgia is at a fever pitch. With the forthcoming X-Men 1997 uh, animated series, which is a continuation of the 91 or the 92 series, uh, that's coming to Disney Plus, as well as making their debut in the MCU via Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and in Miss Marvel. Uh yeah, you're, you're cutting spoilers. out a little bit there. Uh, oh, am I? Little spoilers. 
But no, we got the gist of it. So yeah. So Uncanny X Force was kind of like the uh, the Black Ops mutant team, right? Uh, you know, to go in to do the dirty work. Um, but um, there's a ton of variants for this one. Uh, for I, because I remember when this came out, there was one particular one that was really hot, and I have one of them. I think I have this one. I have to go check. You know, it, it's been so long, but. Uh, Uncanny and blah, 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 uncanny uncanny X Force the Rob Liefeld one in fifty five seventy five for a nine point eight and if you want to sign to get it slab that's another three hundred dollars right Rob <laughs> 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 all right uh, going to our last one here but don't go away boys and girls we're gonna see what's shaking today and you know it's only apropos that we end with this book oh yeah we gotta end with this one look at this cover man it's fantastic. All right, folks, here we go. Last one on the list was Witchcraft, issue number two, originally published in 1952 from Avon. Now, with only 42 graded copies on the CGC census, this pre-code horror book remains a rare and sought-after book. Now, last week, a raw copy sold for a new high of $1,434, which smashed the previous record of $714 from September of last year. The highest graded sale was a 5.0, and that sold for $1,450 back in 2016. And then in June of this year, a 3.5 sold for only $1,400. So this book has clearly appreciated year over year and is another pre-code horror book that is highly sought after. Out of the 11 recorded sales, seven are graded and four are raws, and the current FMV is sitting at over $1,000 with a recent trend of up 10%. That's dope. I mean, just the cover itself is dope. The colors pop, and meant, you know, the skulls and everything, pre-code horror. And, and we're, we're just talking about, you know, you know, there was a million publishers or seemed to be an Avon. And I still don't know if it was Avon, the cosmetic company or not. <laughs> you know, I keep on, if, I don't even know if Avon's still around to be honest with you, but uh, yeah, witchcraft issue number two, look at that. That is dope. Anytime you can put a skull on a cover, I'm down with it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that is the shakers of the week, boys and girls uh, stick around and we're going to see what's shaking today. But if you mash out, Hey, um, we're going to go, I will be going live on Saturday you guys have been asking for it. Me and Mikey Sutton are going to have a live show, Letters of Ooh. a Long Box, a.k.a. Slash Scoops, and preview of San Diego Comic-Con Hall H. She's got some uh, scoops for you, so make sure Ooh. it would be, I think, Saturday or, or, excuse me, Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, me and Mikey Sutton are going to go live, like uh, Letters of the Long Box. Typically, we don't do a show unless we actually have something to give you guys so mikey has told me he's got some stuff uh, as a as a kind of a preview to san diego comic-con and what he's been hearing that it's going to be announced so don't miss out the show on uh sunday at 4 p.m pacific so with that i do the seamless transition to seamless. the cover price look at all oh, oh, come on oh, now wow. look at that you truly are dr strange i i am i am i am at eight billion genies oh speaking of which there you go here's the uh this shout out to our friends over at bird city comics eight billion genies uh in at number four with the FMV of three hundred dollars, wow! What? Congratulations to Laura and the entire team over at Bird City Comics. These are the movers, um, Paper Girls. 
you shouldn't be surprised. Um, they are going to have a paper. Uh, they're going to have a panel at talking Paper Girls at San Diego Comic Con. So you're Ooh. probably going to see a trailer for it. Uh, I would imagine. Um, so yeah, why why don't I have this? I think I have this. I think it was on my pool. But uh, these are the movers. But let's talk about the shakers. I see what's shaking today, boys and girls. I can see I have two on here. I do One. believe. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Yeah, just giant size. Oh, yeah. First Ghost Rider, yeah. I so, have both uh, of those also, my friend. Here's an interesting book. Uh, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which was only given to, I think, uh, Imagineers, if I if I recall correctly. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, the Imagineers are the people who do the things for Disney, like uh, uh, creating, like, uh, the experience, the fan experience, or excuse me, not the fan ex- the the whatever the hell they are, Disneyland experience. And so I believe these were given out uh, just to the uh, Imagineering team. And so, you know, they rarely hit the market. And when they do, sure enough, yeah, I'm pointing. It's like, and all you gave me was this bucks. comic book. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, man. Hey, you don't get a Christmas bonus? Fine. I'm going to sell it. There you go. Uh, 2650. What's the highest known value? 6,200. Go. Back in Googly April 24. Go. Yeah. Yo. Uh, let's see the other. Co- oh, dude. yeah. Um, then there's going to be a. Um, a panel for uh, Google it. It's not anything special, but there's going to be a panel for. Um, Star Wars, the uh, James John, uh, John Watt project, which is uh, supposedly the one with um, uh, who the hell is Dumbledore in the new uh, Harry Potter movie? What's his name again? Um, the help me. I out know here. nothing about Harry Potter. Sorry. Train spotting. Yeah. Come on, help me out in the live chat. You um, and McGregor. Yeah, you and McGregor is going to be. Uh, no, no, no. No, Ian McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi. That's Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, but he's yeah. also in Chain Spotting. He's a heroin addict. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's well, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see who in the live chat can help me out here. Um, God, he was he was he was Dumbledore in the new Harry Potter film. God damn it. Anyway, um, he's starring in it, and it also it's it, it's supposed to be a story. It's like a Star Wars Goonies stories, but they said it's not like for kids. So I, my, I think it's going to be based on like a, there was a Rebels episode. Jude Law, thank Jude, you very much. Good job, Bill. Okay. There you go. Jude Law Bill. is going to be in the Star Wars project directed oh, by John. Too. Yeah, John Watts. Um, uh, thank you, Wilbert. Uh, and John Watts is going to be doing it, and it's going to be like a my. I think from what I'm reading is it's going to take play for young. Padawans, and in there was a Rebel series, in where no a Clone War series where they took these four young Padawans. One was a Wookiee, and they got their Kyber crystals, and they were learned they they were taught how to build a lightsaber. That's you know that's in in the in the Clone Wars, the part of the Jedi is you pick your own Kyber crystal and you have to build your own uh, lightsaber. So that could be the plot line of it. So uh, very interesting mm, to see. Very um, interesting. Them yeah. legs on that Satana. Oh yeah, Satana's always hot. The comics that is, um, you know, anytime fishnet stockings, you know, come I don't on, know if they oh, especially Adam it. Hughes draws her too. Adam Hughes drawing oh, fishnets, yeah. come on. By man. the way, Adam Hughes does great covers. Horrible internal art. Um, if you ever <laughs> seen, if you ever seen him do internal panels, it is awful. Graded nine point eight, uh, thousand dollars. Wow, yeah. that's the highest too. Wow, and that's not even a variant. Or anything. It's just yeah, Adam Hughes. It. It's the it's end of a, the. It's an all red cover. It's at the end of the run of the series where the, the print yeah. runs were probably microscopic. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, this goes back to me talking about how uh, covers nowadays is just somebody posing. It, it's not like in the Bronze Age and Copper Age where you see, like, action and dialogue and word bubbles and whatnot. So, uh, hey, I see a trend here. Somebody knows something. But before we go to the mm-hmm. others, Zaytana Beck, you know, we got to talk about horror bugs. No, look at that thing. <laughs> Terror, unknown world suspense. Oh, horror. gnarly. Start terrifying horrors lie beyond the closed door. Will you venture to meet the unknown? Good Lord. Fawcett Comics, uh, Unknown World, issue oh, number Fawcett. one, not $922 in a 5.5. 2600 in an 8.5 back in January 2022. Uh, but, yo, that is crazy. That is dope. That is very, very 50s pre-code. Uh, if you ever want to... If somebody said pre-code horror, this would something... You know, besides EC, obviously, but... Uh, and speaking of the aforementioned Zaytana, mm. look at that. Who is the artist on here? That That's is Adam Hughes as well. Again. Oh, is he? Yeah, he did, he did a whole he run did. on that, right? Yeah. yeah. He, did, he didn't. Possible to get a 9-8 in these. Come on, man. Yeah. So supposedly Zaytana is being developed for a certain uh, DC property. We'll see at Hall H. A 9.8 for $800. Uh, where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire, boys and girls. Or sometimes there's smoke, there's just smoke. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see something. Um, well, her first appearance is right there, too. That Hawkman. Yeah. So, uh, so that's three oh, Zaytana books on here. Three of the probably more expensive Zaytana books. Yep. So first that, appearance of oh, Zaytana, wow. nine forty two for a raw dog, twenty grand for a nine point six back in two thousand twenty one. Methinks Zaytana is coming to yeah. the they gotta do Justice League Dark. Say it, Tivo, come on. They gotta read do the it. tea leaves. Come on, man. Yeah, read the tea leaves. I mean, if we see three of them on here, something's happening. Just like Silver Surfer, we know, you know, Ghost Riders twice on here. They're fully there people are expecting something to happen. Hey, I got this one too. Wow, look at this. I'm on fire, boys yeah, and girls. I'm on fire. fire. But I want to bring up this goofy book because I love <laughs> Golden Age. You know, Superman just needs help with construction sometimes. Uh, yeah, so this is Action Comics number 22 from 1940. Wow, wow. 725. That's amazing to me that there were 22 issues in in 1940. Absolutely amazing. Highest known value, 26,600. Um, you know, and it doesn't, these are, this is the prime example of collecting of. Not necessarily first appearances or first issues, but just high grade or you know early old gold, yeah, old comics. Yeah, they're pieces of the history. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and uh, four point five for twenty for two thousand six hundred. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, first appearance Sabretooth. That's always good to see. Uh, we talked about this. Ah, gotta talk about Grendel. Come on now. Look at that cool book. Second appearance and origin of Grendel. Look at. That so dope, Comico from 1983, one of the first indie publishers to really kind of get on the map. Um, $504 in a 9.4. Why hasn't this been developed on the big screen? I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't it recently uh, adapted? Not adapted, but optioned. I, dude, there's um, there's a ton of things that have been optioned. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't all necessarily mean it's going to happen, but it, it, why is this book on here? Let's see. Second this. appearance. Second appearance of a uh, Ghost Rider. Second yeah. appearance. From Marvel Spotlight before he got on his own. Uh, 543 and 9.2. $1,700. And, you know, hey, if you can't get the first, get the second. 
Yeah, and I love the. Right. I always love one of my favorite things in the Bronze Age is the frames. Uh, oh yeah, is that frames. what they call them? The marble frame. Yeah, it yeah, happened right have, during yeah. the, the seventy, uh, late seventy-two to seventy. Yeah, a lot of books had like this this frame in the cover. Uh, Death Cry of the Angels. Oh, Mike Plug did the cover. Awesome, well, Mike. Plug, I'm, I'm collecting my birthday books, and all the Marvel ones are frames. So, from, oh really? Yeah, it's from a. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have any cool books that came out in July 71. Uh, yeah, that's right. My birthday is in 10 days, boys and girls. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I had to Google my age. I forgot I, I, forgot I was turning <laughs> Get 51. Out of yeah. Here. You never <laughs> had before. You're like, damn, I might be 51 or 52. I was like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah. I, 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 go, I go through that all the time, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to be uh, 50 this year. This is the big one. This is one of the poses I always talk about that is commonly used. Uh, first appearance of the Vision 450 for 5.0. Uh, 35 grand. And just three months ago in a wow. 9.8. Wow. I, I think Vision is not going anywhere. I think White but Vision will be back. So White Vision is going to come back. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Full staff. Yeah, he flew off to find to find himself, and so uh, I'm pretty sure he'll be popping up somewhere. Look at this. I love a little tint to himself, though. So yeah, I love, go- I love these goofy books. 100 pages for only 60 cents. Jimmy Olsen presents the Superman family. Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, watch out, Jimmy. Uh, look at all. See, look at all the action that's going on on the screen, man. That's so dope. $449 in a 9.8, but you can get a hundred pages for 60 cents, boys and girls, right. in 1960, uh, 1974, excuse me. A uh, hundred pages now will cost you uh, probably 10 bucks, 15 10 bucks. bucks. Yeah, I've seen cover prices for literally $9.99 on those, those, those thick new modern books. Um, and there'll be 30 so, variants of it. Yeah. Um, I fully expect uh, Ryu. Ruby. I, you're going to see Ruby Williams a lot. I think they're going to finally announce or sh- the actress or at least did they already announce the actress? I'm trying to remember um, the casting. If not, they're going to talk about, you know, her being in Armor Wars cameo of Ruby Williams as Ironheart on cover only 435. So, uh, yeah. So because Armor, I, I, I wonder if they're going to show Armor Wars trailer. There is some stuff they already have in the can that they're showing. Um, that you know, obviously, She Hulk they already finished filming and some other things. You know what? Also, I'm excited for San Diego Comic Con is there's a Game of Thrones panel. They're going to be showing Ooh. footage of the new uh, Game of Thrones uh, spinoff series. Now that's this. a prequel, right? Yeah, this is one of my favorite covers ever. Uh, Judge Dread. Oh, I love it. Brian Bowen. Yep, Brian uh, Eagle Comics presents Judge Dread. He is the law. This is Judge Dread number one, not the first believe. appearance, but still a dope. Uh, comic, uh, four hundred dollars for a nine point eight. Can't go wrong with that. Six hundred dollars. Uh, when I saw this, I had to buy it because this is so dope. And if you ever seen the movie, it's an American remake of the Raid Redemption. Uh, is what it is. It's a great oh. film, Carl. It's Irvin, one of the but... best comic book movies ever. It doesn't yeah. get enough credit. Exactly. Uh, let's take a look at this Marvel Spotlight number five. Uh, anybody know? First the... appearance. Yeah. First. No, uh, Damien Hellstrom, right? Damien Hellstrom. No, the yeah. Hellstrom was Ghost Rider one. What, what, yeah. Why is seven? Because we, we just had six on there as his second appearance. Would it be his third appearance? His third appearance, then. Yeah. yeah. So people are all the way out to his third There's appearance. A, does Ghost Rider announcement coming up soon or something? Ghost Rider's yeah. coming. 
I, that would be dope if the dude from uh, Walking Dead played him. I think that would be the perfect uh, casting for it. Um, what's his name? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Daryl. Was it Daryl? Yeah, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, he already rides a motorcycle too. He had that show where he's just riding around the country on a motorcycle and doing stuff. Um, good old Marvel Two and One, man. Bring two Marvel and Two and One back, man. The Marvel Two and One annual first appearance of the champion of the universe. Look at that. Uh, you got the thing with boxing gloves and trunks for some reason and shoes. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but Marvel Two and Ones were like the. Marvel team up, uh, but it would start the thing, I do believe, right? It was the thing team it up with a bunch of characters as opposed to man, who's going to beat this team? You got Thor, Thing, Colossus, uh, Stone Wonder Man just for the sh- shits and giggles, right? I mean, you see Wonder Man just kind of hitting in, hiding in between the uh, Sasquatch and the Hulk and then Submariner in the background. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of curious. Uh, I know Wonder Man is coming to also uh, being developed. Hey, I have this. I actually Ooh. have the Virgin cover of this. So, uh, Strange Academy, J. Scott Campbell, number one. So, how much is the Virgin cover going this for? this thing going for? Where is the Virgin cover? Hey, I don't even That's... see it. Hmm, interesting. Oh, that, oh, there it is. You own two of them. Down run. No, no, no. There, I have the Virgin of this. Yeah, um, it was on the list. It said you had two of them. Yeah. Slide down. No, I'm looking for it here, though. I don't, I don't see it yeah, down. Right there. Oh, here it is. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of one of mine is a nine point eight, uh, and you know, not typically a fan of J. Scott Campbell the way he draws uh, men. He draws women really well, but you know, this one Doctor Strange looks pretty dope. Um, you know, he's got all the characters there. First appearances, Raw Comics seventy one. Uh, the Pizza Moco is the hot. What are you missing? Looks like you're still missing. A couple uh, of them. Yeah, I have. I need the Breakfast Club Ooh, Academy one. I got that uh, Art Adams one. Yeah, this CBCS one is the hot one. The Peach Moco uh, Virgin variant is was the the hot one, and then I also have the Walmart um, the Walmart one as well in a nine point eight. Um, so yeah, I've quite I've been that's one it's on my pull list, so I pull them whenever I can. So yeah, I, I, hmm. Hopefully, there's Strange Academy news. Can't do a shaker show without romance books. Wartime romances from St. John Comics. What is she saying? I'm not sure I can go I through it. with the Karen. It's easy for you. You've had so much experience. Don't get cold feet. I just like them. Uh, I just just give them the eye and they'll carry on from there. Believe me, Gloria, this is the way to have real fun. Ah, bit of an eye girl, are we? Oh, there we go. That's that's a little spicy. Yeah, three hundred three dollars for a raw dog. Fourteen hundred. Uh, when did this come out? Nineteen fifty-two. So this is like post World War Two. Um, this is a classic cover here too. Boom. Uh, I think that's his, um, CGC label logo, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is uh Jim Lee, right? Do Jim Lee, yeah. yeah. Jim Lee classic cover for Wolverine number 27, $300 for 9.8. But I, whenever I see it, I buy it whenever I can just for, uh, you know, Hey, I got this in a 5.5. First appearance of Baron Mordo and his bestest man. Can't oh, go wrong with his bestest man. man. Second appearance of Doctor Strange. What I mean, Doctor Strange was bestest man. That's seriously, come on. Who else is going to fight the Human <laughs> Torch but the Asbestos Man? Oh, this book didn't age well. Fire return. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> this book didn't age well with the asbestos stuff. You don't wrap yourself exactly, in asbestos, yeah. people. He yeah, didn't know that wearing asbestos call. was probably going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, asbestos man. You, you now became cancer, cancer man. Later. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, look at this. This is fun. I like to you know talk about fun books on here. Look at this. The Comics, issue number 10 from 1938 from Dell Comics. Wow. 254 raw comic. That, that seems really cheap for me for a book from 1938. I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's a fair grade or whatever. You find a, a comic from 1938, you know, it's definitely worth adding to the collectionist. Um, She-Hulk, obviously moving up. I ser- I fully expect to see trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. She got that Doctor um, Strange 177. Yeah, this is when Doctor Strange has changed his costume to that weird black mask thing. Uh, oh, is, is that what it yeah, is? This, yeah, but this awesome is awesome box max thing. Go back, yeah. go back on the screen. Okay. Yeah, I had this entire run. I got. Oh, I uh, how long this. did he? How long was he the black mask version? Only for like five or five or six issues, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a story. The fans are like, "What the hell is this? Get that shit off!" Yeah. There. <laughs> um. Though, look at this cover. This is dope. Supernatural thrillers number eleven. Look at that. That is dope. When strikes. The asp, even an immoral must fall. I don't know what the asp is, but uh, $240 for a 9.4, $252 for a 9.6. Um, great comic. Um, anybody can do the mummy, the, it's it's public IP, I do believe. Um, ah, uh, ah, uh, rest in uh. First appearance of Jane Foster's Thor, 230 and a 9.8. Uh, no spoilers. Still, that's still okay. Yeah, it was a really high print run too. Um, so you know, there's that. Uh, man, there's a lot of Ghost Rider books on this. A lot of Marvel Somebody spotlight. knows Something's something going on. Yeah, oh, Marvel spotlight the running Ghost Rider. Spells of Witch Woman. She's an evil woman. I might have this book. I got a lot of uh, that first uh, series of uh, of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Marvel Spotlight. Yeah. No, no. Oh, this is Spotlight. Okay, I thought it was yeah. just Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. All the Marvel is like the next issue. I believe is the first time. Yeah, Son of Satan. Look at that. I have this one as yep, well. I have that one. But I love these Marvel anthologies. Marvel Spotlight. Marvel Premiere. Uh, Marvel whatever. They, you know what I mean? They one character had like a you know a three or four issue run and then they move it, on. Yeah, um, oh yeah, Marvel Comics presents and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Marvel Comics presents was like. A, Wolverine for the longest time, and then remember it was Colossus, and then I think at one point Cyclops, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, yeah, but they were all anthologies. It was all like it'd be like you get like three storylines, but you only get like four or five pages of each storyline, and then you have to just keep reading that as it went all yeah. along. That's where you got yeah. Weapon X from and everything. I've been hey, I've been preaching this book for a long time now. Ever uh, oops, ever since the interview came out when they said, "Hey, we would love to continue doing this," I immediately bought them up. Because whenever they said we would love to do this, it ends up being done. Sure enough, it's going to be done. Uh, first appearance of Morph. This is, of course, the first appearance of the uh, X-Men animated uh, adventures in comics. Um, $207. Uh, highest known value, $487 and 9.8. I expect this to really jump up price because I think they're going to show footage of San Diego Comic-Con. 
pretty darn sure. Hey, remember this book when people were just speculating the wrong thing? Uh, for that <laughs> Don't you love it when that happens? <laughs> there, that one, uh, the, the water guy, right? The hydro yeah, man. Yeah, hydro the man. man, the hydro man, man. Yeah. Hot and it was all oh, the elementals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was all illusions from our good friend Mysterio. First appearance Mysterio. of Molten Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 28. Uh, man, imp- almost impossible black cover. Look at that. Jesus. Uh, 209 for Raw Dog. Ooh, see? Good Lord. Wait a minute. So 9.6 to 38 grand. Just, um, I, uh, I think they overpaid. Uh, let me see. I may be wrong, but. It's probably uh, the highest on the. There haven't been any sales since 2019. Um, 2020. Wow, 19,000? Really? Uh, but then there was. Uh, well, 9.4 and 9.6 of this book is. Is spectacular. I, I would love yeah. to see that thing in real life. Yeah, um, but you know, you know, I'd probably plummeted after the reveal in the uh, in the Spider-Man movie. So uh, there's that. Um, Dark Avengers. You know, they're gonna be talking about that. Hey, our friends at Bird City Comics again. Eight billion genies. The uh, Trish Forstner uh, Super Mario Three homage. This has been optioned by Netflix, I believe. Uh, $200 for Raw. $200 for Raw. That's crazy. There's only like 500 of these things, right? Yeah, limited to 500 So uh, for Bird City Comics. But the the regular cover is selling briskly, too. Um, you know, There's been a lot of sales of that, but there's quite a few variants, uh, as you can tell. Um, you know, I, mean, I don't know why the cat's on here, but that's weird. <laughs> That is such a weird, uh, that is a rather disturbing cat, to be honest with you. I can't look at it anymore. Uh, This reminds me of the Spider-Man cartoon from uh, the the 60s when he's swinging into Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man has amazing friends. No, no, no. No, the one before that. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And he swings into the the view. $200 for a 2.59,600 for a point. Eight for Amazing Spider-Man number 19. Um, Iron Man is sub a Mariner. Yo, this book is impossible to get in 9.8. I swear to impossible. God it is. I have tried over and over again. Um, and they were ship the damaged too. A lot of them had the spine was it was crooked. It wasn't even straight. Uh, at least the ones that I have. Uh, first full series, 9.48189. 9. 9.9 for 1,500. Wow. Somebody cracked a 9.9 into this bad boy. Yeah, well, I guess I'm the only one that doesn't have a 9.8 because it's like a pretty good amount of them. Pretty good amount of them. Jeez. So uh, screw you guys. Mysterio. All right. Well, that's it, boys and girls. That is what's shaking today. Um. Yeah. So uh, sign up for cover price if you want to see the daily shakers list. If six and nine, you get to see all fifty shakers, all fifty movers. Um. So uh, yeah, there's that man. Yeah. All right, Gabe. Any last words? Hey, everybody. Thanks for showing up. Enjoy your weekend. See you next week. JB. Last words. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for showing up, everybody. And um, again, don't forget the TiVo's going live on Sunday. We're gonna be dropping some cannonballs and then you got the hot 10 next tuesday and then come back next thursday and join us again that's right and i'm all set up now look i got a good camera i got internet service maybe i'll get a couple videos out or something who knows there you go there you go jb's back 
from being in witness protection yeah. for, in, in WITSEC, as they say. Uh, so uh, have a great weekend. And Sunday, about 4 p.m. Pacific, going to go live with Mikey Sutton from Geekosity with our San Diego Comic-Con preview with some uh, potential Ooh. scoops, cannonballs, spoilers. Well, not spoilers, but, you know, we'll, we'll see where we go. But I've been told there's some good stuff on there. So... For JB and Gabe, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.